Welcome everybody to the Be Kind Podcast, part of the Animal Advocate's mission to create a more compassionate world for all living creatures, whether they are tall, short, wide, skinny, thick, thin, whatever. All creatures and people are beautiful and deserve to be loved, and we're here to make it true that they are loved. So today I have the pleasure and honor of being joined by John once again. Hey. And Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi, guys. And today we are going to be talking about all things... John, we didn't discuss this before we start recording. Can we say the actual name as it is typed, or do I have to censor it slightly? I wouldn't. We're here to talk about all things fat-ass vegans <laughs> are awesome, which is, for those not in the know, a quickly viral Facebook group that features amazing and delicious and quite indulgent vegan food, and I think fills a very important niche in the vegan movement. But I don't want to talk too much about it, because Lisa and John are actually the co-founders of it and have been there since the beginning. So I will first pass the ball to Lisa so she can tell us a little bit about herself and her vegan journey and all the great things that she does in her life. Lisa, if you will. I will. So when I first decided that I needed to change uh, how I was eating and my decisions about food in general and diet, not the diet to lose weight, but the diet that you are constantly intaking, I said, oh, I'm going to be vegetarian. And it was because my son's the catalyst. He was born with a rare condition. And so I needed to change things up for him for as he's growing. And I, I started looking online on Facebook at different vegetarian groups. And it was kind of boring. And there was nothing really spectacular. And I think I did a keyword search on fats. And I met up in a different group. I met... John and Heather. I don't know if you remember Heather. I remember um, Heather. <laughs> Heather. Heather D. Mm-hmm. She and I got to talking, and I confessed to her. I'm like, ah, I'm not even. A, I'm not even a vegan because that group was um, a vegan group, and I confessed I'm not vegan. And she's like, ah, you're doing better than most people, you know, on the planet. You're doing great. And she proceeded to tell me what they do to cows. And I was like, okay, fine, forget it. I'm not. A, I'm not a vegetarian. I'm a vegan now. So that was like, boom. It changed for me very quickly after I found out about the cow thing. I didn't need the cheese. And then the group, uh, John started the group and quickly, you know, pulled me over. And it's been, it was so small at first, right, John? It was like, what, 500 maybe? I don't even think it was that many. It might have been like 300 at first because it was a lot of people from people I knew in my area. And I know you were grabbing some people too. So yeah, it's just, at first it was really small and it stayed that way for a while, like a couple of years. Uh And then, yeah, it just exploded. It really did. It it went boom overnight. Mm Mm-hmm. And why did you start the group? And could you tell our listeners a little bit about the group itself and what it's all about? I started the group because I was in a different group that had the word fat in it. And I posted something on there and everybody loved it. But when I, what I posted was, hey, fat asses, check out my food. And everybody <laughs> thought it was hilarious and like it was getting all these likes and it was just, it was a great time. But one of the admins in there was like, you can't say fat ass in here. And I was like, well, your group's called fat. Like, what's the problem? Like, <laughs> is, is ass really a problem? Like, I didn't understand. And like, she took my post down and I was like, well, that's rude. So I reposted it. <laughs> and of course, being stubborn that I am, I, 
kept fat ass in there and she took it down again i was like you know what i'm just gonna start my own group and if anybody wants to join it just join my group so i did and that's when lisa ended up in there and it just kind (laughs) of exploded after that yeah well that's sounds awesome that's funny because it almost came full circle because now we can't say ass in the facebook group anymore (laughs) (laughs) well it's not even that you can't even we're having so we're having some issues with Facebook, they're trying to say that calling people fat or fat ass is bullying. We we had a little scare earlier this year. They almost shut us down, sort of. It was kind of like implied that they were going to shut us down. So we were like, we might need to start censoring a little bit. But I mean, people are they're still saying fat ass, but they're trying to get creative on how to say it. Yeah, it's just kind of funny how that happened because <laughs> that was why I left that other group is because they were like, oh, yeah, you can't say that it's so free for people to be able to say it to accept hey you know it's fine this is the way i eat as vegan i think it's freeing for people to be able to, to just be who they are and not worried about oh does this have palm oil uh, can i talk about oreos um what do you guys do you know how do you guys handle cheese i'm not raw should i be raw we just accept you however you are and it's good for people i i think people just really they flock to it. I agree. I, I feel like it's such a safe place for everyone to come and just have a good time and not feel judged. And we're really good about keeping an eye on that and making sure that people aren't judging and like ridiculing people for what they're eating. And I, I think that you and everyone that's in our group so far as admins are just doing a great job keeping that under control. And I think that's why people are flocking in the way they are because they feel safe. As someone who's an amateur fat ass himself, that I really appreciate the group because, like you said, it creates a safe space where it's okay to glorify, not glorify, but creates a safe space to just post about any type of food. There's no worries about if it's carbs or high fat or good for you or not. And let's face it, veganism has a fairly restrictive diet and there is a prevalence of eating disorders within the movement. So having a space where people can just eat and enjoy their food and show it off without worrying about people body shaming, food shaming, or anything like that, is really a great way to make it a sustainable lifestyle to show them that, yeah, you can still eat whatever you want. It's, it's okay. And for me personally, it's really helped me expand what I eat because I have a tendency to get super hyper healthy with my eating. And I know that's not really sustainable or probably not even healthy in the long run. So being part of this group and seeing all the great things and experimenting with some of the stuff and posting some of the things I eat in the group and having people just say, yeah, it's cool or nice job and things like that really normalizes slightly indulgent eating, but just whatever way of eating you want. And it really is really cool and liberating and a great way to start getting your head in that mindset where it's okay to eat what you want, even if you are vegan. Yeah. And you made a big, some big changes too, Joe, because you went from eating just like oatmeal to now you're making seitan from scratch and it's like impressive. So I feel like I, I'm not going to say it's all my fault, but <laughs> that you were in that group and you were like, oh, seeing things that, you know, you weren't seeing anywhere else. So you started experimenting. So that's, you know, that's great. Definitely. There's right now is 13,000 people in the group. Give there's, or there's about to be. Yeah. 13,000. There's 13,000 so people making all this great food and stuff. And it's great way to say, well, if all these people are doing and there's normal people heck i can make seitan or chili or right. soup or things like that it can't be that hard and sure enough just ask around go with some posts and you can make it yourself as well and if you can't there's still plenty of posts about restaurants and takeout and things like that in there as well so it's a whole gambit of the vegan food spectrum that is very much appreciated by people like me so lisa what are some of the crazy things that you've made in in the group so far as like uh food ideas that you've had do you have anything that you've done that was kind of like mind-blowing 
I early on actually early on I made the decision that I was going to share even the flops, even the stuff that just looked ugly. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because I have Instagram and I do the same on Instagram. I share everything, whether whether it's beautifully presented with uh, you know bay leaf on top or, or basil mm-hmm. on top, or if it's just bad lighting and my hand was shaking, because I wanted to normalize this. This is normal. This is the way I eat. I'm eating. You know, this is. This is sustainable. I'm alive 10 years ten plus years later. I can do this. I'm not a cook. Anybody can do this. So I started sharing just the weird, the weird stuff that I do. One that I just thought of was I used pizza slices. I didn't like this Daya. I think it was a Daya, a gluten-free pizza when it first came out. Okay, yeah. So I used the slices of pizza um, and I made a sandwich. You made a and sandwich out went, of the pizza? Yeah, I used the two slices of pizza as bread. And I think it was like a veggie burger. I think it was a guardian burger or something. And people went absolutely nuts. <laughs> and the, you know, just, just from that, just my little working mom in a rush, I've gone through something together. Oh, here's quick dessert because I'm not a baker. Once the air fryer phase was at its, in the beginning stages, Everyone was getting an air fryer. I took some of those biscuits, the Pillsbury crack open crescent roll biscuits, mm-hmm. and I stuffed them with Oreo cookies, and I air fried those and threw some chocolate on top. And just to show that anybody could do this, you could buy it. You can even buy it at a 7-Eleven ingredients. It's just, it's simple. <laughs> it's definitely fun. It's, it's, it's made cooking quite interesting. One of the most ridiculous things I saw on there that is similar to what you were just describing was someone took the Pillsbury biscuits and put them out and made a hole in them and put them in everything bagel seasoning and made a everything bagel sandwich made out of Pillsbury Doughboy biscuits. So that was something I might oh, have to try good. someday. That sounds really good. That sounds really good. <laughs> I think the, one of the craziest things I ever made was uh, uh, scallion pancake tacos. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It was very Asian. Uh, I it was uh, you know scallion pancakes, and then I had fried rice and sriracha, and I think there was I can't remember what else was in there, but it was so good. If you even mentioned your so she made a pizza sandwich, but you took the pizza sandwich concept and took it to the next level. Oh yeah, it. Carlos and I we made the uh, pizza burrito. There's actually footage of that being assembled and everything. But yeah, it was basically he dumped a tossed salad with ranch dressing, homemade ricotta, I believe, and then yeah, it was a pepperoni pizza that we bought from a local pizza shop. Totally vegan, totally massive and delicious and. Yeah, it was it was crazy. <laughs> I got full just watching that yeah. video. <laughs> I just had woken up like 20 minutes before this even happened and he was, and I'm not really a breakfast person and I wasn't even really hungry at all. But we had to eat it on the spot because, you know, how salad gets if you leave it in the fridge after a while already when it's already been open and it gets all soggy and weird. So we had to eat this thing and I was just like, "Oh." So I did it and it was delicious, but yeah, it was a little too much. <laughs> Sounds amazing. It was so good. <laughs> And to anyone listening who thinks, wow, this all sounds really extravagant and crazy, I don't know if I can hold up. There's plenty of stuff on there that's just like a cake or Mm -hmm. chicken nuggets and some french fries. Or I had a phase where I would post all my ugly vegan food up there and I would just have a bowl of rice and beans or a bowl of cereal and say, here. And then, so really, it's so nice and liberating. It's just free to post whatever you want. And along those lines, next thing I want to talk about is how you moderate the group. Because with 13,000 people, that's quite a task. And 
vegans are nothing if not opinionated and passionate about veganism and animal rights and agendas and things like that. So while I agree there is a place for advocacy talking about treatment of animals, larger big picture vegan stuff, that is decidedly not the purpose of this particular group. So can you talk about that process and how you manage to keep the group active and engaged while still keeping it open, accessible, and not triggering for a lot of people? So we've set up a few keywords that help out a lot when people use the word police or if there's frowny faces. We, I speed read. You, you get to know based on a little bit of how it's opening up. If there's a question attached like, should I be doing X, Y, Z? You know it might take a health slant. So you kind of got to jump in a little early. We don't like dirty deletes. We, we like to tell people. We like to let them know, hey, we love you. We want you here. This just isn't the group for it. And I think because John made it so blatantly, this is for vegan food porn. You know, there's other places for your platform. We want you here. We want to see your thoughts. And just leave it at that instead of wondering, should I be eating beans 14 times a day and discussing the vegan, the food aspect of veganism and not worrying so much about the other things, you know, where, where's my B12 coming from or should my kids be vegan, things like that. There's so many other groups. And so I think that because it's so easy, I, I do comparison wise to another group that I moderate where it's extremely Every single word is scrutinized here. It's like, well, we're a little bit relaxed about it, but we know that it's just stick to the food and you'd be all right. Not to put you both on the spot, but I'm going to ask a tougher question. So most people understand what vegan food is, but there are certainly some gray areas within it. So you mentioned palm oil earlier. There's some vegans who are very opposed to palm oil, not for health reasons, but for ethical reasons with the human exploitation involved in the creation of it. And there's also things that are more common like honey, even oysters sometimes come up and stuff like that. But other ingredients or things or even food dyes and stuff like that that some people think are vegan, some don't. And it's kind of a touchy subject for most. So how do you navigate those more gray area situations? So I'll Google a link to share before I shut everything down saying, hey, this is a great discussion. I believe it's important. This place is for vegan food porn. We want you here. You might want to check out this link or something just to, to kind of corral it a little bit and not, not make somebody feel that embarrassed or ashamed for bringing something up. Because we're all curious. We all have questions. And because we've made it such a homey space and people are so uh, open there and, and able to just share their food and talk about things, and you forget, just like sitting around just shooting the breeze with, with your buddies, you forget where you're at. So instead of just squashing it and deleting it, I, I personally, I think most of the other months do the same, kind of just gently guide them. Here's a link. You might want to check this out. We appreciate you being here. I'm going to close the comments. And then that way it doesn't spiral out of control unless it's in the middle of the night and I'm drooling on my pillow and we're all out. And we, we don't know what's going on. But certainly I think we all do a pretty good job of, of kind of just redirecting. Yeah, I agree. And one thing also in our list of rules, we say, you know, not everybody in the group is fully vegan and everyone's on their own little journey in the group. So we make it perfectly clear, like, yeah, sometimes somebody will post something up and it, it's not completely vegan. So don't judge them and just let them know that it's not necessarily vegan. But here's alternatives to that 
to get you to be where you should be with veganism. So yeah, like you said, like we, we never had anybody post up anything with like oysters or like, I mean, we, I think we had somewhere they posted like honey and stuff, but like we let them know, you know, Hey, in, in the nicest way possible, like she said, there's ways around that. So most people are pretty good about that, but it, you know, occasionally we do get stuff like that. Yeah. look as a teachable moment almost for some people. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely, absolutely. And Lisa, I like the way you described it, where it's almost like a conversation with your friends. Where like when you're hanging out with your friends and someone does something that bugs you, you disagree with. You don't just shut them down and say, "Quiet, go away." You say, "Well, actually, so blah blah blah." You talk about it a little bit more. You maybe show them some resources and talk, and that's how you keep them as your friends. And as a vegan community, we want to basically make more friends to have more people in this community. So rather than just shutting people down and kicking them out, you have a conversation. You show the compassion that we want for animals to our fellow human animals as well. Right. It, it's not hard to, to do this. It's not hard to be kind about it. We all like to be snarky within our own circles, but that internet snark, it's just not the place for it. It's not in that group. We, we like our little newbies. We like our little people with questions, people that have just started out that really take it to the extreme and, you know, maybe open up their own business yeah, and we actually have some celebrities in our group too, which is kind of amazing. And and like they they almost basically got their start in our group. Like Tabitha Brown, she shared something in there and it and it went crazy and like she was pretty much basically vegan as she joined our group. Like she was freshly vegan and then she took off. I mean, she's got her own stuff going on and launching her own spices and stuff now. It's amazing. Yeah. She, it was right at the time where she filmed herself in her car in L.A. eating her sandwich. Yep. Um, right before that, she had asked her. I think I gave her tips on how to make a chickpeas tuna salad. Yep. <laughs> the next thing you know, it's like, boom. Yeah. She's America's mom now. <laughs> it's like she was oh, and she's an great. actress, too. Like she she was on Will and right. Grace and like doing all kinds of cool stuff. So, yeah, it's it's great. And then we have couple other people too but like jane velez mitchell who used to be in a journalist on cnn and like all this other stuff like she came in and was like sharing recipes and stuff too and it's like what <laughs> it's crazy like i never thought that a group that was so small like a couple of years ago like even this year we only had what it was like three thousand in february and now it's like it's gonna be thirteen thousand in like 24 hours that's ins- uh, exactly <laughs> it's, it's insane <laughs> Wow. Yeah. And we even have a recipe section. Mm-hmm. We do. On the site. Yep. <laughs> we haven't used that in a while because everyone's, no. <laughs> everyone just kind of dumps their recipes in the messages or in the comments. Isn't it great? So, yeah. Oh, it's so great. Yeah, I love it, it. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I love it. It's it's a joy. And we actually, something else I forgot to mention was we actually have merchandise now. So that's kind of cool. Oh, yeah, the merch. <laughs> we're going to be adding some new stuff soon, but yeah, we're selling shirts and stuff and proceeds are going to different sanctuaries and some nonprofits like animal advocates actually. So yeah, it's, it's great starting off really slowly, but I think once we start marketing it, it a little, little better, I think it'll catch on, but it's out there and it's cool stuff. Uh, once you hit 10,000, how oh, the dynamic of the group, it sort of shifted and it almost, the energy kind of it, it, it got more a little bit more frenzied. It seemed like the the amount of posts per day they just skyrocketed. Even for people that have been there for all these six six years, seven years this seven. year, no six yep, years, seven. Wow, yeah. <laughs> and it just once you hit that ten k mark, 
and all these new people and with different ideas and people that are living in, you know, places that I might never get to visit, but I can kind of share in their daily life through their food. That's just, for me, that's, that's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, and it's not just local. I mean, we have people in Australia and New Zealand and Brazil. It's crazy. Like we are literally international now. Like <laughs> we have truckers. We have truck, um, yeah. yep, vegan we have. truckers. We have the vegan pilots. Who else do we have? Vegan some small local restauranteurs. The sweet botanist is mm-hmm. there. Yep. You know, there's all kinds of people that I would never be able to yeah. to meet otherwise. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Yeah, there's so many people with different backgrounds. It's just so cool. I love it. It really shows off the diversity and reach of the vegan movement where it's not just our own little community here or even in the more stereotypical vegan places like California, Portland, Oregon, or places like that. It shows that veganism is throughout the entire world through so many different people doing so many different stuff. And I was just scrolling through as you were talking to see the kind of things in there. And it's great. You get people making Crunchwrap Supremes, people making watermelon cupcakes, which is another point that it's not all unhealthy food. Whatever unhealthy, I know is a loaded term, but it's not all food that is typically perceived as not being healthy, but it's all food from, you got people making fruit salad, you got people deep frying tacos, you got people making pizza burritos, John. And <laughs> so it's really, everything's there and it's something for everyone and from wherever you are, it's amazing. And it's so inspiring to see everyone coming together just to celebrate good eating, whatever that looks like for you. Definitely. All right. So we're coming up on a half hour. Is there anything else you want to say to anyone or have any tips or anything like that you want to share? One big tip that would help somebody who's worried or nervous, they don't know what to eat. I always tell them, what did you eat before? And when they explain what they ate before, okay, well, then we can find vegan, vegan subs for it. It's just, it should be effortless. It doesn't have to be just crackers and peanut butter it doesn't have to be just a pear and a bowl of kale there's so many things that you could do there's so many things that are full of nutrients for your body to fuel yourself to spread the vegan word and also throw a little olive oil or avocado oil in there too i mean it it just it should be easy i agree and that's good advice i never thought of it either just whatever you ate when you weren't vegan can figure out what you eat now if you get a little creative yeah, especially now there's so many, I say this almost every episode, but there's just so many things that have come out now that it's like, it's so easy to make that transition. And I mean, even in the past like five years, you know, it's like, right. it's amazing right. what's out there now. I mean, it's there's like a wall, a city block, a long wall full of vegan ice cream. <laughs> and before I was crying when So Delicious came out with the little $7 pints and now they're on BOGO oh, every other week and yep. they're huge containers and it's just. It's wild. wild. Yeah, it's good stuff. All right, Lisa. Well, we'll put a link to the Facebook group in the show notes. If anyone wants to get a hold of Lisa, just join that Facebook group and post up in there. And if anyone wants to get a hold of us, just email us at bekindpodcast at gmail.com. And we'd be more than happy to answer any questions, have you on the show, whatever it is you want to do. Yep. Thanks for having me. This is fun. I appreciate it. And I'm lucky to know you both. Likewise. You're awesome. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. And thanks for being on the show, Lisa. And have a fantastic rest of your day, evening, night, morning, whatever time of day is you're listening to this. Take care.